Welcome to Thomas Anonymous with Tommy Natoli. That's me. Today I have the super caloric and very greasy Chapter 7, Fat Man. It is next to impossible to showcase the effects of toxic masculinity on my upbringing without talking about the big stupid elephant in the room. Fat Matt. It's a catchy name, right? Its original form was Fatty Matty, but I've evolved and matured over the years. Plus, Fatty Matty started to sound cute, and that would give the wrong impression. So, now it's just simple to the point. Fat Matt. It's just got a good ring to it. You can't help but love it. It's a charming and immature nickname that I came up with as a kid for my mother's third and stupidest husband. Reflecting on when I had to live with my stepfather, I now realize it was only a total of eight years, but at the time it felt like a thousand. Fat Matt was the majority of adult male exposure I had growing up, and that is a terrifying thought. You should light a candle for me right now. He was the cliche of macho masculinity, and yet at the same time, the biggest pussy I've ever known. He was an ex-EMT who desperately wanted to be a cop, but could only ever make it as a seasonal summer bike cop, spending his time giving Cape Cod tourists parking tickets and eating. He compensated for that failure by having a police scanner in every room of the house that was always on and set to the highest possible volume. Copy that! We knew about every car accident, robbery, and domestic dispute within a 20-mile radius. If there was a fire somewhere, Fat Matt would get in the car and race to the scene. Not to help them out, he just wanted to watch the place burn to the ground. Can somebody say sociopathic red flag? His daily ridicule and constant mindfucks made life feel like an eggshell-covered obstacle course that I had to tiptoe through. If me or my sisters had managed to find any self-esteem lying around, he made sure to bash it, stomp it, and bury it. I know, it sounds like the setup for a bad Disney movie. Fatty Maddie, the new Pixar film opening everywhere, Christmas Day. He wasn't the kind of fat that required a forklift to put him into cars or anything. Fat Matt was top-heavy. He had a huge, ugly stomach, love handles for days, and a full rack of man tits. His arms were flabby, and he had gross body hair puffing out of his chest, back, and armpits, and it was always visible in the various gross tank tops he wore. Holding up all that meat sack of a body underneath him were two tiny toothpick legs that were usually dressed in even tinier shorts. His giant head was mostly bald with some thinning patches on top. It was a light, light brown, almost a reddish color. His facial hair was flaming red, proving that inside he was indeed a full-blooded ginger. Depending on the year, Fat Matt could at any time be wearing big square glasses and or a flaming red-hot mustache. Ooh, are you getting wet? Fat Matt's gig seemed to be to constantly berate me for my mannerisms, physical appearance, and my girly voice slash flamboyant reactions. It helped solidify for me very early on in life that the way that I walked, the way that I talked, the way that I acted was totally wrong. Something was not right with me, and I somehow needed to get my shit together. Hey Tommy, you want to go play mermaids? Yeah! Christine! He would yell out across the house to my mother. Is it too late for an abortion? I wish she had ever been clever enough to yell back. Yeah, it is, but it's never too late for Jenny Craig. I know, I should have been a writer for her. His condescending, backhanded comments were his idea of comedy and being funny. <laughs> As someone who has in the past experienced stand-up comedy firsthand on stage and off, I can confidently say that Fat Matt is the unfunniest person I've ever known. One of his classic comedy lines would be if you were trying to get his attention for something. Hey Matt! 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 Hey Matt! Down here! Matt! <sighs> Excuse me! 
There is no excuse for you. <laughs> oh, that was a good one. The first four million times. Life with Fat Matt became tediously annoying once he started his own business. It was a medical transportation company where basically he transported dialysis patients and methadone addicts. Churchill Transportation, I'm 10 years old and answering phones. Could you call the Department of Labor for me? How can I help you? That's when we started having CB radios and Nextels everywhere. You couldn't go anywhere or do anything without hearing Fat Matt's booming, annoying voice. Base to car four, Christine. Can you get some milk on your way home? Base to car four, Christine. Why wasn't billing done on Tuesday? What are you, stupid? Base to car four, Christine. I can't find the peanut butter. Where is it? Base to car four, Christine. I'm cold. What should I do? Earth to Fat Matt, you realize you're saying all this on the radio that your paying customers can hear right now. You're an idiot. Over. Fat Matt enjoyed doing things like reading want ad magazines, watching reruns of Wings, and having nightly bowls of Neapolitan ice cream while the dog licked his feet. He occasionally enjoyed eating cream of mushroom soup straight out of the can, taking a spoon to it as if it were a can of frosting. Mmm, frosting. I know you're probably already so charmed by him, but I just want to cover some quick bullet points on Fat Matt. His feet smelled like Doritos and Fritos had a fussy foot baby together. He used to take the dog's ass and wipe it on my pillowcase when I wasn't home. He laughed at the top of his lungs at his own bad jokes. Imagine someone scream laughing. Now imagine them doing that after everything they said, ever. He also trained the dog to bark when he said the N-word. Jeez, that dog was busy. Wow, mom really found herself a catch with this one. I guess I can sum it all up by saying Fat Matt was the Donald Trump of my childhood. He was a racist businessman who didn't care about anyone but himself. He was a liar and a mean, fat, ugly, bald asshole, and I am so grateful for him. What? Yeah, no, it's true. Seriously, in a sick way, I kinda love him. Fat Matt showed me the dark side of humanity. He helped mold the need in me to stand up for injustices and be the bearer of truth for anyone being held down or pushed back. He showed me the kind of grown-up I never wanted to be. So thank you, Fat Matt. I know you're listening, girl. And look, all of that stuff makes us who we are. It teaches us how to evolve within our own lifetime. At least hopefully that's what it does, otherwise I think we all would have jumped off bridges by now. When you're young, you focus on the negative. You focus on the hate, the reasons you hate that person, the horrible, mean, insensitive things they did to you. And yeah, all those things happen, and sure, they totally suck. But I'm grateful for him saying horrible, mean things to me. Because Fat Matt taught me how to be a total asshole when I need to. If needed, I can totally crush a person's hopes, dreams, and make them cry within two minutes of meeting them. It's a gift. However, I'm better at it than he is because I have the class and the decency to say that stuff behind people's backs where it belongs. Me. And I'm not trying to put Fat Matt on a pedestal here. God knows it wouldn't be able to withstand the weight. Just because I have some perspective doesn't change the fact that he sucked. But to give him some credit, there would be times where he would really try for a day or two to be a decent person. It never really changed anything because when you're a dick 90% of the time, it completely engulfs any kind of charity you try to do. But one of his ways that he would try bonding with everyone would be to load everyone into the car and go for a Sunday drive. As if it were 1907 and the Model T engine just came out. Nobody ever had the heart to tell him that it was the 90s and we had all seen a car before. So instead we would just be loud and annoying until he got pissed off enough to turn the car around and go home. My sisters and I could be an army of obnoxious when we needed to be. He may have been careless and rude, but we had our fair share of ammunition to drive him nuts. What? You want us to recite the movie An American Tale over and over and over and over again? Somewhere out there beneath the pale blue... 
What? You hate us singing? Somewhere out there, out where dreams come true. We fought fire with fire. For example, if we had all just had a big argument over dinner, which was pretty routine, my sisters and I, while cleaning up after, would loudly sing songs about Fatty Maddie smells so baddie, Fatty Maddie. You get the idea. And then we could hear him in the bedroom pleading with our mother, Make him stop, Christine, make him stop. <laughs> Now those moments felt pretty cool. When my mom had a midlife crisis and we went to live with a crazy Russian lady named Helen for a month. Yeah, I know. Fat Matt was like a sad puppy dog trying everything in his power to keep my mother in his life. He bought a new couch, a new dog, and randomly took us out to a bunch of different places and blew money on us. It was kind of awesome, but also kind of like a sick horrible nightmare because it worked like a charm. My mom went right back to him and his checkbook. He tried desperately to use material things to make up for the years of his verbal vomit he spewed on us. I will admit though, even as a kid, I had moments where I felt really bad for Fat Matt. During mom's midlife crisis, he took us to Rocky Point Amusement Park, and I remember my sisters and me, we ditched him at a picnic table so that we could go on a log ride, which now sounds like some kind of feces reference. As we waited in line to ride our logs, I looked over to where Fat Matt was sitting, and despite years of treating us like dog shit, I felt bad for him. Like, really bad. Just seeing his big, stupid, fat face be such a sad sack of shit, sitting there, all alone. The 12-year-old me felt such empathy for him, and I still to this day cannot figure that moment out. I guess it means I'm not a sociopath? After the log ride, I went over and I asked him if he wanted to go on a ride of his choice. And we did. We went on a ride that he picked out, and he was hooting and screaming with joy and fun. It was like I got to see the little kid version of Fat Matt, and I even let him think that we were friends for a couple hours. God, can we all just acknowledge how mature and wise that makes the 12-year-old me? Me, me, me. What that experience at Rocky Point did for me was it humanized a person who I hated. It taught me a life lesson in that no matter how awful somebody may be or act, there's always something underneath it, and it has nothing to do with you. But still, not my problem. Being an asshole was a two-way street with Fat Matt and me. He may have had the upper hand when I was a child, but once I became a loud, obnoxious adult, look out world, I'm coming for some payback. Sometime in my early 20s, I came up with a new fun game for me and my friends to play. I called this game, throw trash in mom and Fat Matt's front yard as you drive by their house. It's a pretty self-explanatory game, and also a great way to clean out your car. Bonus points if he is outside at the time and you get to yell obscenities at him. Go fuck your mother! After a few months of playing this game, he called the cops on us. What a pussy. The police were mostly amused at the complaint and through their laughter told me that I had to stop playing my awesome game. I even went the extra mile and I sent mom and Fat Matt some flowers to tell them I was sorry. I thought that was a pretty grown up gesture on my part. I had the flowers sent to their offices and I attached a note. The note said, quote, Mom and Matt, sorry about the trash. Lighten up. Get a sense of humor. Next time, don't have kids. Love, Tommy. Unquote. Yep, that's my integrity. I'm a believer in self-expression and making assholes feel like shit for being assholes. They should have been grateful I sent flowers and that I didn't go with my backup plan of FedExing them a cat litter box filled with cat shit. Roger that. Car four, over and out. 
did it. Yay. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at the Tommy Natoli. And you can also follow the show on Instagram at Thomas Anonymous Pod. Leave us a review on iTunes or just take a screenshot of some nice words you wrote and put it on the socials. What do I care? Express yourself. Thanks for listening. Okay, bye. Yeah.